for a new episode, know you probably waiting Plant a seed in your brain, let me pollinate it And I'm not like the rest, I don't do the faking You are now tuned in to Bro Conversations Yo, hey, what's poppin', what's poppin', what's poppin' I'm your host, OG Odie, and this is not You are now tuned in to another very fucking special episode of Bro Conversations Um, the world's most poverty-stricken podcast, you feel me? Um, we back up in this bitch another week um, consistency is key, man. That's all I got to motherfucking say. Um, uh, before, well, I ain't, I ain't got nothing to, nothing to say. Let's just jump right into it. Um, <clears throat> first item on the, on the list, Playboy Cardi went number one on Billboard 200 with a whole lot of red. Um, I, I'm hearing, uh, it was a hundred K. Now I heard somebody else say 115, either, either, or that's, that, that's, that's great numbers for the first week. Um, um, and from, I, I believe I uh, got this shit off source, um, from source.com, they said that 90 K were digital sales and 10 were, uh, you know, the other 10 were physical and shit. Um, and I believe that the way he had his shit set up since, um, since the week that he dropped in the week that he was on billboard 200, even though I think the album technically dropped last week, I mean, the, I, I think it technically dropped in 2020 and shit. This is the first album to be considered number one in 2021. So, <clears throat> excuse me. If that was calculated, that's that, that that was a very good move, you know what I'm saying? Just to get those numbers up, just to get those pre-sales and shit. I heard that he, bro, he broke a record with the pre-sales sh- pre-sale shit on Apple or, or, or whatever network it was. So, shout out to Playbook Cardi. I ain't gonna cap. I didn't listen to it. That ain't my type of music, but... That is something big, and that's something that has been uh, motherfucking um, wanted for a very long time, and it and it has happened. <clears throat> uh, next on the docket, white uh, angry white woman. Um, she was a delivery driver. I saw this video on World, so I had to run it back. I thought I saw it. this shit was crazy. Um, all right, so she was the delivery driver, like DoorDash or Postmates or whatever. Um. She claims that she drove 40 minutes to deliver some food and she only got an $8 tip from the person. Um, she she was all caught on. Um, all of this was caught on the ring ring footage from, from a customer's home. Um, she came back to the door and and proceeded to fuss out the customer and say, oh, do you, do you know how long I've drove? I've drove in a, only for $8 tip. First of all, I didn't have to tip you at all. Second of all, you, you should have known how much money you were going to make by the time you went to the store. So by the time you went to the store and found out the location that I was at, me being the customer, you should know that if it's worth the risk or not. Because a tip is not guaranteed, my nigga. And eight dollars—that's that, that's a high tip for one, uh, for one one. Uh, I used to do I used to do DoorDash and Postmates and shit. That's that's a good little, you know what I'm saying? But she was um, she was she was so mad that she was arguing with the customer and shit, and she ended up fucking taking the food back, like. Like not even dropping this shit off, and it, this was all on camera. I'm pretty sure the bitch got fired, probably getting canceled for you know social media and all that other bullshit. Um, I just think that I thought that this shit was funny, and I think that this <laughs> bitch had mental issues. And I'm I'm really glad I found this shit because I got a lot of heavy shit that I'm gonna talk about on this shit, heavy topics, and I just I want to keep it light for the most part. 
Um, <clears throat> but yeah, if you haven't seen that shit, go on, go on World Star. That shit was funny as fuck. This bitch went the fuck off, and the customer ended up not even getting their food. So even if, so it, all right, let, let's think about it. Even if it took forty minutes, bitch, it ain't like my food is. You got a food warmer in your whip. You know what I'm saying? Nine times out of ten, you don't. So I'm, 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 I'm waiting forty minutes for cold food, and I give you a tip, and you don't give me my food. So off rip. Me being the customer, me being in that situation, nah, slime, that ain't sliding at all, man, if I had, I ain't gonna get all into that, but yeah, bitches would and could get beat the fuck up for less, that's all I gotta say, um, moving on, next topic, uh, Proud Boys leader Enrique Terrio, Tario, Tario, yeah, Tario, Enrique Tario arrested, um, for burning and destroying uh, four black AME church properties and uh, Black Lives Matter flash. Uh, he was found with multiple high-capacity magazines, and he's also being sued by said churches for the damages. So this is great. This is something that needs, that needed and needs, needed and needed, fuck, needed to happen. Damn, I can't talk. That needed to happen, you know what I'm saying? Um, the Proud Boys, it's it's it's, it's some racist shit, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, it, it's some racist shit. It, it's the um, the I don't, I don't even want to call it a company, but I guess it's the company that tr- Trump um endorsed uh, last year, 2020. He, he said, "Stand, stand by, stand back, and stand by." That's what he said. Stand back and stand by. You know what I'm saying? A, a, a well known, or at least now well known, racist organization. You know what I'm saying against Black Lives Matter. <clears throat> And obviously militant about that, uh, as as they uh, you know, what I'm saying, b- uh, banded together to you know destroy these church properties and shit. I don't think completely leveled it, but you know they probably fucked up the glass and you know, like I said, the burn Black Lives Matter flash. So I'm glad that he's in custody and he's out. Hopefully he's he's out of here. Hopefully it ain't just you know overlooked like so many motherfucking things in America are. So, but um, I really hope the nigga gets sued and yeah. I hope justice is motherfucking served for once, my nigga. Um, moving on. This one is deep. Not not even deep. This this, this one a little different. Let me turn this shit up. Yo yo yeah, that's a little better. Uh, I might hear some background noise, but fuck it. Ain't nobody perfect. Um, <clears throat> this one different. This one about to hit different. Um, <laughs> on mirror.com, I believe that's where I found this shit. I don't even know where I'm giving all my sources, but fuck it. Uh, Mirror.com, they um, reported on this, and this is something that is very important that I wanted to speak on. Uh, man wants current wife to name their unborn child after the de- after his deceased past wife. So, I guess, oh, damn, I ain't got to, fuck it, fuck it. I guess, I guess this would be under a would you risk it type of thing, but it's it's not really. It's just like what you think about the scenario, basically. So, okay. So let's put this. Oh my! I can't even put myself in that situation because that would be so wicked and so crazy. I couldn't see myself asking my significant other to name my unborn child that has nothing to do with your ex-wife after your ex-wife. That's fucked up, and that's crazy. And that, and I think that shows you just for the simple. All right, well, let's get deep there. <laughs> just for the simple fact that niggas think it's okay to even present that to you. He obviously still has feelings for his deceased ex-wife. You know what I'm saying? He he still loves her. And 
I would understand if it was her child, but it's not. It's the new wife's child. So that's super weird for you to actually try to involve that. And I think just for the, the simple fact that he was he was okay with asking the uh, current wife, the one that's not dead, asking her to do that. It's pretty much over for the relationship, <laughs> no cap, or at least for me it would be. That's that's over with because obviously what she meant to you is way bigger than what I would mean to him if I was in the wife's shoes, you know what I'm saying? If I was, you know, thinking out the whole thought process and shit. This bitch probably publicly embarrassed, you know, all over social media and shit. Uh, everybody know how your husband feeling and all that shit. And it's like, damn, I think, yeah, it, it's, it's over with. That relationship got to be over with. Unless niggas just don't give a fuck. Niggas is just tolerant and shit. I couldn't see, at least my, I'm, I can only speak for myself because I'm the only one here. I can't see myself being all right with that. The relationship tarnished. It's over with. But that's some wild shit to, obviously, the husband is still mourning, you know what I'm saying? The, the ex-wife and shit. So, yeah, there's that. But, damn. That's some deep ass shit, bro. All I gotta say is, yeah, I think I think it, it's OV for that situation. But um, shit, comment whatever the fuck, hit hit me in my DM, let me know. Um, at OGOD and at Broke Conversations on Instagram. Um, about that, what the fuck would you do in that situation? You know what I'm saying? You turning up? What the fuck you doing? Um, next on the topic, I'm gonna um, doing dope is a slippery slope. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Doing dope is a slippery slope. Like like I said last week, if you experimenting with a, with whatever the fuck, um, I had, I allegedly may or may not have had <laughs> an experience with uh you know Zans and you know taking them and I also took some other shit on top of that with that and I was high as fuck the whole next day when I woke up. You know what I'm saying. Drug. I, I lost my glasses. I don't even. I don't even own glasses no more. <laughs> I can't see for shit. Probably can't drive at night. <laughs> but um, either way, like I said, doing dope is a slippery slope. I can see how, especially in twenty twenty one, everybody losing jobs and shit. I can see how niggas can slip into a pit of depression and cause or not even depression. Cause I wasn't even depressed when I was experimenting with these drugs. I was just trying to you know try something different. You know, but. Them shits was super motherfucking strong. I literally don't remember most of my experience on the shit, and I don't like that shit at all. Whatever drug I'm gonna do, I want to remember it. You know what I'm saying? I want to want it to be a a thing that I can remember and, and reveal with uh well feelings. Um, but yeah, I, I, I ain't gonna spend too much time on that. Let's move on. Jimmy Iovine has sold 100 percent of his producer catalog to create a high school in Southern LA. Um, this deal includes music from uh, all of 8 Mile and all of Get Rich or Die Trying by Eminem and by 50 Cent. That is big. This is a big deal. Jimmy Iovine is a big puzzle piece in this in, in this music industry, and he's owned a lot. Um, I believe, I ain't got it right here in front of my face, but I believe he had over 200 songs, maybe around 300 songs uh, in that catalog. Um multi-million if not billion for sure for sure i don't know what the royalties and shit is and shit is looking like that um off of that music but that's some classic shit um and and that's another thing i didn't i didn't see the numbers of that deal i just saw that the deal happened and, you know jimmy talked about it he didn't speak on the finances and that's cool you ain't gotta do that but for you to build a school that's some fire shit and that's some shit that that will go down in history man That that's some shit that's that's some motherfucking history like lives will be changed uh, 
way like in in a way more positive way this is something that's everlasting and 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 ever given that that that's a part of the reason why i'm even why i'm even doing this shit right now to give out game you know what i'm saying to, to give out advice to give out some shit that can help your life you know what i'm saying not even trying to rhyme but i did that i hope you like that scheme you know what i'm saying <laughs> nah but um but yeah uh, high school and i'm pretty sure it's gonna focus on you know music and arts and you know special skills and you know specializing shit like that that's super fire and it's super fire that you get them young that's the perfect age to have for um a young adult you know what i'm saying because i was 2018 i talk about it well i talk about it frequently um i was lost that was the year i graduated i was lost and i didn't know what i wanted i didn't know what i was good at till i found out my skills podcast and this shit and rap you know what i'm saying and i have a, i'm a weed enthusiast but i'm gonna find a way to uh get myself in that industry you know what i'm saying gotta dip my toes in most definitely but um but yeah though um that's some fire shit this is a super big deal big motherfucking history and uh and yeah that's, that's yeah that's it on that. Um, let's see. Move on. George Floyd's trial is pushed back to June of 2021 because of fear of COVID, quote unquote. Um, uh, so I'm gonna keep this short and sweet. We we already know the bullshit with the government. The government, especially with uh Black Lives Matter shit, and this was one of the bigger ones, if not the biggest case of not even biggest um biggest provocation of emotion of 2021 i mean of 2020 last year um you know when all the riots when all the riots were as big as ever you know all over the country all over the world you know it's it wasn't just here like people from other countries that, that that's not affected by this shit they was you know banding together and 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 protesting their own streets where they're not even specifically dealing with that issue but that you know it was dope to see everybody band together and i hope that we don't lose that fire i hope we don't lose those views and i hope that most of them wasn't fake but i, I know some of them was like the white people that was pulling up to the protests with uh picking up hammers taking pictures and then going back home and shit a lot of a lot of people they do they do shit like that but not to get off topic um this is bullshit this is bullshit pushing it back to june 2021 i think they're just doing that because they 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 want to push it off as long as they can and and they want a lot of people to forget about it and lose interest so they won't riot and and rise up like they did before there i i think they're the government and by what i mean by there um they're gearing up to throw throw the shit out like like they do most most unarmed black men that get killed um they're gearing up to do that this is going to be a, a really big case in history for sure for sure that's why they're trying to push it back and, and get a get a lot of uh shit out of the way. Um, yeah. So that's basically my my take on, on, on this on this whole shit. Like like and um and while I'm speaking on this, um let me, let me speak about the officers that was charged, um, and what they got. Derek Chauvin, the dude who uh choked out uh George Floyd, he he is charged with second degree murder and manslaughter. Jay J Alexander K U E N G. I think that was the Asian officer. Um, and Thomas Lane and To Tao T O U T H A O are each charged with aiding and abetting murder and manslaughter. So that is the current charges for the officers that were involved. I'm happy to see that. 
you know what I'm saying? That, but like I but like I said, they're they're pushing they're pushing this shit back to uh June uh twenty twenty just to give give these niggas time basically so their lawyers can do whatever the fuck, find the loopholes and shit. That's what I believe. And I believe that all these niggas is gonna get off. I really hope that these charges stick. I really hope that these niggas get the book thrown at them because this was one of the most horrific and one of the most savage murders that we've seen. You can shoot somebody, yeah, that's easy, but to choke somebody out until like that's that's super fucking Man, that's super demonic. That's super fucking savage. And to do it in front of people and damn near have a fucking smirk on your face. Fuck you, Derek Chauvin. Fuck you, uh, what's that? Uh, George Zimmerman. I hope I hope you get what I hope you hope that nigga get what the fuck he deserve. I hope somebody, whatever. I ain't gonna yeah, I ain't gonna incite violence, but whatever. I hope you hope you get what you deserve for sure. But yeah, I I just I just wanted to give y'all an update on the George Floyd shit because you know it's it happened a while ago. Um. Next next topic. Homeless man gets money. <laughs> this was also a world star. So you know, I'm I'm so glad I added these topics. This shit would have been so dark. Um homeless man gets money from a stranger and um as he's receiving the money, I think the stranger he gave him like five dollars and he, he also had the stranger also had change in his hand, so he gave him the change. Um the homeless man proceeded to back up from the car and throw the change back at the dude that gave him the money. Because apparently he was offended by uh, <laughs> by receiving coin change in, instead of uh, paper money. Um, then after that, the man who gave him the money proceeded to press that nigga and get the money back from him. And he was like, nah, bitch, you ain't about to get my money if you about to disrespect me. Which which I most definitely would have did. Um, this video can be found on worldstar.com, worldstar hip hop, you know what I'm saying? Go, go check that out. This shit was super motherfucking funny. Um, and yeah, I would probably end up yeah, mushing, for me to go out of my way and do something just out of the good of my heart, like, and and the fact that the dude that was giving out the money, he wasn't recording, his friend was recording, I don't think his friend, I don't think the dude that gave out the money knew that his friend was recording, so, that being said, I think the dude that gave the money, he was being genuine, he wasn't doing no clout chasing shit, you know what I'm saying, with the camera up in the nigga face, putting everybody business out there, which I don't, I don't think is the, the coolest way to, uh, promote i'm at coolest way to give out money you know what i'm saying excuse me with a camera or whatever but um i think if you ever did if if that shit ever happened to me because i can never speak on my behalf uh that homeless person especially if it's a man which it was a grown-ass man is liable to get punched in the motherfucking face especially uh depending on where those coins hit because bitch they was in a car bitch if you if you fucked up my window scratching windows or if i get hit in the face oh yeah you liable to get packed the fuck out <laughs> most definitely i don't know what state this shit was in but man yo he lucky that, that the dude that gave the money initially only uh wanted the money back he he lucky man ah, man what you literally have nothing no home no food no money you begging me and i'm giving you the, uh, the kindness of my heart and this nigga got the nerve to say oh fuck you nigga you don't you give me the change throw it back in your face nah you liable to get packed out <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm not sorry anyway um moving on i listened to half of uh music to be murdered by by eminem uh i think I ain't even gotta disclose that. Um, I, I I listened to half of that shit. That uh, for it to be a B side, and the fact that it contains almost two hours of fucking content. This nigga, 
Eminem don't do not know when to stop rapping, do not know when to just cut the beat off. But one thing, one thing I did pick up from this is I love the fact that he's so personal in his albums. He's one of the biggest artists in the motherfucking world. And and what and what point I wanted to bring up that being said, he's one of the biggest artists in the world. I love the fact that he responds to to most, if not every single thing that's said in in the media. You know what I'm saying? That other artists have just have has to say about him. Um, I, I, when I thought about this, I compared him to J. Cole and I was like, damn, Cole does, does the most definitely opposite of that. He will wait years and years and maybe not even speak on no shit or maybe not even most definitely not put it in a song or make no subs. Eminem will most definitely, he's the opposite of that. He will talk to you. Oh, oh, bitch. I, I didn't like this. I didn't like this. Oh, your mama, this, that, and the third. I love the fact that this nigga go in no matter if it's positive or, or negative feedback. I love the fact that he's so connected. You know what I'm saying? Because shit, because like I said, excuse me, even my favorite artists, like, they're not as connect. J. Cole, he's not as connected to the people, like, like in that way, in that certain way. Um, He's not as, quote, unquote, I guess, emotional in the music. Um, Except, well, I, I guess, I guess uh, with the, with, with the district, not even the district, with the track um, that was... Damn, I forgot. What's that shit called? Snow on the Bluff. Snow on the Bluff. With, with Snow on the Bluff, that's kind of what Cole did this year, but that was one person. Eminem literally used his whole album, <laughs> or damn near half his whole album, to get back or diss everybody that dissed him. So he sent bar. He sent bars back at Snoop for saying what he said. Snoop said um, Eminem was not in his top five, and he was kind of low-key talking down on him when he was speaking on the whole situation. Um... And, and speaking about, you know, Eminem's, Eminem's impact in the rap game and shit, saying, oh, he wouldn't be shit without Dre. And Eminem agreed with that. Uh, I just heard a little clip of that. And I don't even want to get into that little back and forth shit. I just I just, I just, just love the fact that, uh, like I said, he's he's so big and he's so motherfucking aware. The nigga's low-key bigger than, like, he's the equivalent of, like I said, when J. Cole dropped or Jay-Z. But he has that. I love that he has the connectability when it comes to album sales and people really listen to this shit. I love the fact that he's connected. I don't maybe like the fact that he's so emotional that's each and every single person. But like I said, if it was my favorite artist, J. Cole, I probably would like it. Like, I would, would like it more, you know what I'm saying, because it's more my lane. So, uh, yeah, that, that was a point I wanted to bring up. I didn't I didn't finish it. I'm sorry. I was, I was low-key. Nah, whatever. <laughs> I didn't finish the album. Uh, I thought about it and I was like, ah, I, I'm done. <laughs> I listened to a whole, like half of the half of the motherfucker. I mean, it was super long. Um, it, it sounded good. If we want to talk about the music and the, and the lyrical ability, uh, Eminem still got that. Eminem still got that for sure. Um, he's still being the biggest word user. You know what I'm saying? He, he's still being on the um the the coolest beats and shit. I didn't. This I I don't think I skipped any song and that that's something that's super big. I don't think I skipped any song. Not not just for the fact that I want to hear what he wanted to say, just for the simple fact that all of the at least half of the songs on this album that I heard were most definitely tolerable. And a lot of artists they can make music that's not even motherfucking tolerable. You know what I'm saying? Not not even competent. I love the fact that um the way this was composed or at least half of it you know was composed. Um, it, it, it kept me engaged and I wasn't bored until I at least got through half of it. Like I said, two hours, that's too motherfucking long, too motherfucking long. Listen to the same nigga that, that, that's, that's why I had to even cut this shit down. I had to cut my podcast down. I used to make one hour podcast just by myself. I don't think nobody want to hear me for a whole hour. <laughs> not, 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 
just me by myself. But uh, listen, 2021, I'm speaking speaking into existence. I'm, I'm looking and I'm searching and I'm still trying to find new talent, new permanent talent for the Broke Conversations podcast. I've had, you know, uh, friends, friends on, you know, in the past and shit. But one thing about you, when you find out your purpose and your goals, you can't push that on other people. So I need to find out. And I need to link with, and that's something I'm going to do this year, most definitely. Link with more like like minded people that like podcasts and that has a that have a passion, you know what I'm saying, for this shit just as much, if not more, more than you know as I do. And I'm gonna set that up either through Zoom or whatever, and also be on the lookout for uh, visuals. I will be having visuals up very soon. Give me give me a little uh camcorder, all that all that shit, all that shit. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, for the last topic, no, not even last topic, the, um, Quentin Miller, Quentin Miller, he, Quentin Miller dropped the problem, uh, dropped the project called Not For Real. I, I didn't listen to the whole thing. I listened to like, I believe maybe half of it or most of it. Um, and it sounds just like, I don't think it's bad but it, it it like i said keep in mind i haven't revisited these projects i've only like had a little preview you know what i'm saying but just from the sound and 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 from the type of shit that i've been hearing from quentin i've been a fan from quentin miller for a while now um i found out about the music this year for real um i found out and, and really started listening to this shit this year and shit you know what i'm saying um that being said, he he has a whole lot of fucking art, a whole lot of talent, and obvi- and that that goes without saying for him to be a ghostwriter for Drake at a certain amount of time, certain point in time. Who knows? Maybe he's still doing it. If he's not, he good for sure. But um, me listening to this to this project, it doesn't sound typical. I I guess better than the last one. You know what I'm saying? The the shit with the track Bank on it. I forgot what it was called, but it was um. It had Quentin Face on the, the cover of the album, man. It was like purpleine or whatever the fuck, um, like pouring out his face or some, some shit. It was, it was some shit like that. The, the the song, if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. The song, the album with the uh song Bank on it, Back in the Bank, Back to Me Handling the King, Amarant. You know what I'm saying that shit. Um, but like I said, I haven't listened to it repetitively, so so th- this is just my initial feeling off this shit. I will be going back to the Quentin Miller shit. I'm not gonna be going back to the Eminem shit. Um. But yeah, that's just my initial feelings on this shit. And yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I will be, like I said, we'll be revisiting that shit. So I'm, I may come in, come and be a hypocrite, <laughs> like we all are, and uh, you know, change change my view on the shit. But just from my initial view, my initial first listen, it was like it wasn't nothing to like. Oh shit, I gotta play this again, or oh shit, this was a standout record, just for me, and that says a lot for him, him to be in such a high esteem. Um, in my mind, when we talk of music and catalog and shit like that, but that was the last topic. And this has been the broke conversations podcast hosted by OG Odie. Um, this is the world's most poverty stricken podcast. This is the world's most poverty stricken podcast. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, be on the lookout for new shit on the way. That's all I got to say. You know what I'm saying? Um, I hope everybody's well out there feeling good in the motherfucking universe. Um, I just, or well, I guess I'll speak on this. I just re, um, like I said, when, when I was fucking with the pills and shit, 
I fucking, like, my mind, I wasn't even thinking right. I wasn't even doing my topics for the podcast. That's why I had to take a week off, you know, last week or a few weeks ago. Um, That being said, I even stopped rapping for a while. And then I just realized, like, yesterday that, nigga, I'm super fucking nice. <laughs> I realized that because, you know, so, sometimes you, you just be going through life and you you don't be doing the shit that you normally do and you just get stuck in the process and you just, you know, you doing other shit. I, and I haven't been rapping, me personally. I haven't been rapping as much, but I have been back on my shit uh, too. By the time you hear this, well, three days ago, I went out, I uh, couldn't sleep. Well, I wasn't even trying to go to sleep. It was late at night. I went out for a walk, as I normally do, and I uh, spit some spit some bars over these YouTube beats, as I motherfucking normally do. And, oh, my God, I was going so in. The talent, the ta- my talent is most definitely there. I just need more content, for sure. I need to... Pull more stories out of my motherfucking head. I need to, um, you know, apply myself. And I and I think I got a beat. I think I got a beat that I'm ready to murder because I didn't heard it two or three times. And I and I would, I, would, I freestyled it. Ugh. I freestyled it with my nigga Stanley. Um, um, like two or three times, like separate times, and every single time we we both killed that shit. Like, I and I love that. I love showing and proving. And 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 the man, I love I love rap so much, bro. Rap is it's probably helped save my motherfucking life. Poetry has helped save my even before I was a rapper. Nigga, I used to even if you know me, I used to not a lot of niggas know this about me, even if you know me. I used to write poetry back in like sixth grade and shit. Like maybe even a little bit before that. Like just about dark shit or, or about love, you know what I'm saying? And I didn't even know what that was. I didn't even know that that was a piece of me. That's that but I stopped like a, obviously a while a long time ago. But now I'm you know I'm moving on to bigger and better things. I'm writing writing rhymes and shit now. So I guess I've always had the ability. I just needed to push and shout out to Jay Solo Key. I always forever be grateful to him for um you know what I'm saying pushing me to be to show my motherfucking talent in this industry rap shit and be myself and you know own my motherfucking narrative. Rap is everyday shit. I think of rhymes every motherfucking day that I, you know what I'm saying, that I'm composite, that I'm not off the drugs, that I'm not, you know what I'm saying, doing some other shit. When I'm locked in, I'm locked motherfucking in, you know what I'm saying? So please um, be ready for some motherfucking new mu- new music this year, 2021, you feel me? Um, I don't know about soon, but I think, I don't know, I might, I might have me a concept in my, in my mind. I, I started to write, uh, I got two bars in my little notebook. I ain't, I ain't wrote in my notebook in months. On my uh, on my phone and shit, uh, not even two bars. Well, yeah, yeah, two bars. So, uh, but yeah, though, I'm starting this song. I'm not. I'm probably not gonna make it wait too, too, too long. Cause some rays, some rays were super long, and yeah, that shit was damn near like four minutes. But I had a point to prove on that shit. I was like, nah, I ain't about to stop on this beat quick and shit. I got something to say, and I most definitely did. Go stream that if you haven't already. Link in my motherfucking bio. If not, go to uh SoundCloud at um. Uh, my SoundCloud name is OG Odie. And uh yeah, from Southern Pines for sure. Click on click on that profile and stream my motherfucking music. Let me know in the DMs like I said, motherfucker. Let me know in my DMs at OG dot and broke dot conversations on Instagram. And yeah, give me give me some motherfucking feedback. New music, new year, new shit, new fucking vibes on the motherfucking way, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This has been Broke Conversations. Stay up, nigga. Peace. For a new episode, no, you probably waiting. Plant a seed in your brain, let me pollinate it. And I'm not like the rest, I don't do the faking. You are now tuned in to Broke Conversations.